We've got all the Nintendo news for you. Nintendo and other companies like to file copyright patents, but they've patented 31 things from Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. That's absurd, we discussed that. The Pokemon company has no idea what to do. Quality or quantity? We have quotes of them talking about that, and I give my thoughts as well. Along with that, we have Pokemon news, general Nintendo news. I answer your questions at the end of all that. Let's not delay what you want to hear and what you're here for. Ladies and gents, welcome back to your favorite Nintendo news podcast, the Mario Matter, the number one Nintendo podcast. You'll actually be hearing that in a few weeks. What do I mean? Uh, you'll see. With that being said, we bring you all the news here every little bit. I am your host, M. Swizzle, but you know that because, you know, when you went to the podcast, it says M. Swizzle. You know, you'd probably know that, I think. But anyways, we have tons of news today including the Pokemon company not knowing what the heck to do with their next game. They don't know if they prefer quality, if they prefer quantity. We have a quote from them, and we'll break down what should they do with their games. We discussed that. We answered your questions. Nintendo has filed 31 patents for their game, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. That's a bit excessive. We discussed that as well. Of course, every tiny bit of Nintendo news right before we get to all of that as well. Let's not at all delay what you want to hear about, what you have clicked on the video for. We are meeting your expectations here. We're not dilly-dallying. I mean, we kind of are right now, but let's get to all the headlines, headline news for today. Now, our batch of headlines for the past seven days, as you may or may not know, this is a weekly podcast we post every single Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern time on YouTube, which premieres live. You could be watching the live premiere. Hello. And on Spotify and Apple around 5 p.m., one hour after the uh, live premiere. So with that being said, we're Wednesday. We go back to last Wednesday. Actually, last Tuesday, I believe we're going back to because there was some news there that I missed. Yes, last Tuesday, we start there. August 8th, we go from August 8th to August 15th as of recording today, and we go through every bit of news that happened in between those two dates. Let's begin August 8th here. So August 8th is when I recorded my last podcast, but, you know, sometimes I'll record, you know, say 12 p.m. There's some news that happens at, like, 4 p.m., so I'm like... Well, that really sucks, so I, I just missed out on it. But I will have you know there's only one piece of news that, that, that we missed out on, and it's not very big news, so nothing to even worry about here. So we have one piece of news from last Tuesday that I did miss out on, and that is my Nintendo revealed a brand new reward. Now, I actually just bought a bunch of things from, uh, my, from my Nintendo. I bought, like, well, this isn't, you know, my Nintendo, but I bought an NES controllers, I bought, uh, this is my Nintendo, I bought, like, Pikmin stickers, I, I bought Mario Kart stickers, Pikmin 4 kitchen towel, like, bro, it was crazy, I bought so much stuff, and so they, they revealed a brand new reward, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 coasters, so you know when, like, you have a real hot, hot drink, like a, like a good old mug or something, and you want to put it on a table, but you don't want those stupid rings on the table, like, bro, this is what a coaster is for, I didn't think I'd, I, I would open the podcast telling you what a coaster does. Anyways, these are coasters. They are available on the My Nintendo site in North America, maybe even other, you know, continents as well. North America is a continent. Yeah, 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 it's a continent, right? Okay, cool. So maybe like in Europe too, it'll be there, but we know it is in North America. 700 platinum points is what you'll be paying for these, along with shipping, assuming that you are not buying anything else, 
um, and you have to pay for shipping, and you have to pay for shipping. So what I actually did recently was I wanted to buy my Nintendo things, but you know, shipping is like eight bucks. If you want to buy any Switch game, I recommend that you do it right when you buy something from my Nintendo, because most of the time, whatever game you buy is going to be over 60 bucks or, you know, six, 60 bucks on the dot. I would buy that and then buy whatever, you know, my Nintendo stuff you want, because then you get free shipping. I believe once you hit 50 bucks, it's free shipping. So otherwise you're paying like eight to nine dollar shipping for, you know, one random my Nintendo item. So buy, buy it in bulk, buy your items in bulk. But that is there once again. Wherever you are, it's like seven dollar, eight dollar, nine dollar shipping tax. Will will uh hit, hit will hit you as well. Well, no, wait, huh? Oh, does it, uh, bro? I don't know. I don't even know. Probably though. So beware of your Xenoblade Chronicles three coasters. Okay, those are those are gonna bite you. Anyways, August 9th here. There was only one piece of news for August eighth on the program today. Really sorry to break it to whoever, you know, had a birthday on August 8th. You're not in the news, but I say happy birthday to you and happy birthday to anybody else who had a birthday this past week. You know, if you had a birthday, comment down below, whether you're on Spotify, Apple or YouTube, wherever. I want to know. I'm pretty curious. Did you have a birthday uh, in the past week? Let me know. Then we move to August 9th. Now, this piece of news was very cool, so cool that I actually made a whole YouTube short about it. Uh, not dedicated to it, but like a whole spin. Like, I made a short saying, you know, the coolest Nintendo Switch controllers you didn't know existed, or something like that. And this Snoopy-themed Nintendo Switch controller got revealed and then released. It was released on August 10th, re uh, revealed on August 9th. Now, there are two controllers, and there's actually two carrying cases. They're, they're not matching carrying cases, but they are carrying cases. And so there's one controller one controller that has uh, kind of like a blue, almost like, like, like a camo design, but it has like silhouettes of Snoopy, blue and darker blue, with yellow buttons. You, you can even see Woodstock on there. But yeah, it's a blue controller with yellow buttons. And then there's another controller... It is a full-on orange controller that has red buttons, and I don't like the color scheme there. It's not my favorite, not my go-to orange and red. They're a bit similar. It just looks like you spilled, like, like I don't know, spaghetti sauce all over it. You know, it's not amazing, but on the orange controller, the design is, you know, there's Snoopy uh, holding Woodstock. There's Snoopy on his little doghouse, and then there's a bunch of, like, buzzwords, like, on the controller, it says, like, ha, 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 clomp, woof, bam, bam, bam. So that's pretty cool as well. I don't actually mind that, you know, obviously. And so if you're asking me to pick one, I'd probably pick the, you know, it's tougher than I thought it would be. I'd say probably the blue one with all the silhouette Snoopies on it and the yellow buttons. It just looks better, I think. Uh, but the orange one has a cool design, just, just not the color scheme. The, 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 bro, the whole color scheme is not doing it for me. But then you have two carrying cases, once again, not matching carrying cases. One has Snoopy on it. It's all white. Has a large picture of Snoopy from the chest up. Does, 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 does Snoopy have a chest or is like a belly? From the belly up, and it just says Snoopy on it in a, in a blue colored font. And then there's another one that has 
a bunch of Peanuts comics on it. So it's like a whole comic book on a case, pretty much. And it says Snoopy on it. And it's all done by Peanuts. Peanuts coming out with the Nintendo Switch products. I like it a lot. So those are available, uh, unfortunately, only in Japan. And the people over there know what these are worth. So these launched at 6,490 yen, which uh, equates to about $45 US. And once again, as I said, people know the worth. If you want one of these, people have them and they're selling them for a hundred bucks on eBay, over twice the price. So it depends how bad you want a, Sno uh, a Snoopy Switch controller. Uh, do you want it that bad? hundred bucks worth? I don't know. That's 30 bucks more than an official Switch Pro controller. I don't know how worth it that is. And you probably won't have it for like a month because it comes from Japan. So, up to you. You'll probably have to pay some shipping on that too. But maybe you'll find one for a cheaper price. If you do, please share it with us in the comments. Not the link, but you know where you found it. We we would appreciate it because, you know, all, me, me and the homies want to get some Snoopy, Snoopy controllers, alright? So share it with us, please. And then we move to the next piece of news for August 9th here. We actually have something that is getting a lot of heat. Well, the game is getting heat. But not this pre-order bonus I'm talking about. So, Detective Pikachu Returns, obviously, is an upcoming game releasing August, uh, sorry, October 6th, 2023. And that comes out, it was revealed in the June Nintendo Direct that happened June 21st, 2023. And it's, 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 bro, it's coming out. It's coming out. It's rolling out. It's coming, right? And so there is a pre-order bonus for our friends in Japan. Now, the reason why why I bring up something from Japan is because you can still get it. And guess what? From what I have been told, the Japanese copy of Detective Pikachu Returns features an English language in there. So please double check that before I do, before you go and buy it. But I believe that is the case. Now, what is the pre-order bonus for our friends in Japan for Detective Pikachu Returns? Well... There's two things. It's a pre-order bundle. There's one fluffy figurine of Detective Pikachu. I don't I don't have my hands on this thing, right? I assume it's like a plush. Like I don't know if it's like a figurine that's like hard but it has like some fur on it. I don't know. Maybe I would assume it's that. It could be a plush. It's a soft figure though. And it's very small. It's five centimeters, which can we actually 5.5 centimeters to inches. That is two inches tall. So not big, but a cute little, you know, maybe a desk decoration or, or something like that. And then you also have a Detective Pikachu. Get this TCG card. So it's like a Pokemon card of Detective Pikachu on. Oh, I almost called it Arcanine. It's um, oh, my God. Pokemon fans don't kill me. Oh my god, uh, uh, Growl, Growlithe, is it? Growlithe? Growlithe, Growlithe, right? Yeah, Detective Pikachu on Growlithe. I almost said Arcanine, because I have my Arcanine on Pokemon Go, and very, very similar Pokemon, right? So, free me here. But it is a Pokemon card of Detective Pikachu on Growlithe, and that's a pretty sick pre-order bundle. Once again, only for Japan. I will leave the link down below to purchase that if you are so interested and ignore that voice crack that I just had. Um, once again, I will I, I will write. So in the, in the uh, description, I leave a link that says sources and links. All the links mentioned are in there. And 
when I write, when I paste the link to go and buy this, I will double check and confirm whether or not uh, it has English support, and I will write it, you know, right next to the link. So check there if you are interested. But yeah, very very cool stuff. Then we move to more news, and I'm actually gonna pull up. I'm, I'm gonna pull up my Nintendo Switch for this one. So we have brand new Splatoon 3 icons revealed for Nintendo Switch Online. So as you may know, if you do have a Switch Online membership, there are icons to purchase with your Platinum Points every single... I mean, it feels like every single week there's a new one, but that could be actually slightly inaccurate. There, there's always something, like for Animal Crossing, they do it monthly, and there's so many icons. There's always icons on the Switch Online icon store. But now we have brand new Splatoon 3 ones, and there are two waves, one from uh, August 9th to August 16th, which is today as of posting the podcast. And because I can't get news to you sooner before August 16th, what I've done is to remind everyone that, you know, like when you're watching the podcast, it's gone by now probably. But I told everyone on Twitter and on Discord, in my Discord server, join down below, follow on, follow on Twitter, Twitter down below. I told everyone there, Go get your Splatoon 3 icons. So to stay up to date with the news, you can you can check me out on those platforms. But with, with that said, as you're watching this or listening to this, Wave 3 is probably oh, sorry, Wave 2 is probably out. So if I go to my Switch and we go to the Switch Online icons, uh, and then we go to the let's go to the mission and rewards section of the Switch Online app from your home screen. No, not the expansion pack menu. No, no, no. What, dude, what sucks is the Switch menu loads so slow. So as you can see on the screen, if you're watching on video, if you're, if, if you're you know, listening on audio, you're, you're not missing anything. So we have some Splatoon icons on the menu here. You can grab those. As you can see, I bought a bunch already when I was playing Pikmin. I wrapped up my session with buying some Splatoon icons. Those are the ones I, I, the, uh, that I bought, but there are going to be two waves and the next one starts august 16th as you are listening it's probably there and yeah very cool go and get your splatoon icons there are one two ten twelve twelve icons and ten five backgrounds and five uh borders for your icon very cool so check those out if you have a switch online membership and you are a splatoon 3 fan good deal for you then we move along to more August 9th news. We have the Mario plus Rabbid Sparks of Hope game. You know, this game, you might like it. You might. I'm sure it's great. But what we can't deny is that it hasn't sold the best. And it's not sold so great that I, it's, it's pretty hard to find numbers for it. So what I actually did is there's a piece of news, you know, about Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope. I tried to Google how many copies this game sold. Dude, when I first Googled, it told me 3 million. And then I was like, what? Really? 3 million? Are you joking? And then, it, you know, it like went on sale that quick? No way. So I fact-checked it. This article said Pokemon Scarlet and Violet sold 3 million first week. Or first, or sorry, first... I mean, I don't know, first week, it might have been. And so, you know, never trust the, the little pop-up that shows when you search on Google. Never trust that. Always click on the article and make sure that is what they actually said. Because it turned out Mario Plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope did not sell 3 million copies in the first week. No, it did not. So, 
Anyways, the news here is that the Mario Plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope team did an interview, and they say they are not worried about these sales numbers. So, as you could imagine, these sales numbers on such a game are not going to look great. I, you know, it's it's not as easy to find numbers for these Mario Plus Rabbids games. Uh, the last time that one was officially updated was 2018. Like, if, if you go to the best-selling Switch games uh, Wikipedia list, it says Mario Plus Rabbids, like, 2 million copies. But it, it was updated as of 2018. So, like, they don't ever update it very often. So, Sparks of Hope, we can really assume that game's done, like, a million. Like, it has Mario Plus Rabbids. It's attractive. It's a turn-based game. People like that. You can assume it's probably done 1 million, one, 1 million copies. I have the game. It's, I haven't played it, but it's a popular game. It made some waves. One million copies sounds pretty fair. And the Mario Plus Rabbids dev team is not worried about the numbers. And this is what, this is what they have to say about it. This quote comes from Christina Nava, Nava, who produced these series. Quote, the first Mario Plus Rabbids had more than 10 million players. Even though it's Mario, it's also a genre game, turn-based tactical adventure, so we cannot expect to sell high numbers at the very beginning, because a game like that is a slow burner. Even if, at the beginning, it seemed like Sparks of Hope didn't meet expectations, which is true, that, that, that did come out, we are confident that over a number of years, it will grow, because it's been received by both the press and the public very, very well. It's just a matter of giving it time with word of mouth, etc. So they think this game is going to, to, you know, do better over time. Like, do you know when a game comes out? Like, th this is probably how a game like Pokemon Scarlet and Violet sold. Like, it like spikes at the beginning and then drops down and, you know, kind of goes up and uh, up and down. They, they, they see this game being steady. Like, it's going to continue to sell and sell and sell and sell and sell slowly over time. Now, when when they say that Mario Plus Rabbids had more than 10 million players, I didn't believe it at first, but you know, they 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 couldn't lie about that, so you have to trust them. It is the producer of the series. But I actually didn't get to check. What is the game rated on Metacritic? For those who don't know, Metacritic is a site where people and the press like you know news people can rate games and movies i believe and, and you know things like that mario plus rabbit sparks of hope oh yeah it was it, it was received pretty well it's so from the press it has an 86 out of 100 and from users it, it has received essentially a 74 out of 100 the user score is 7.4 out of 10 so yeah i mean it's received pretty well, and you know, someone gave it a 100, which is kind of, kind of, um, what do you call it? Generous, probably. I've not, I've not played this game yet, but you know, it looks like it's rated pretty high. There's way more positives than there are negatives. Zero negative reviews from 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 the press, but 25 negatives from like just you know users like you and me, you know. So really, it was received pretty well. Yeah, I mean, really, if people are liking your game, I wouldn't be too worried about it either. Because, like, I I feel like what they're doing with putting the game on sale is also very good. Like, I was not going to buy Mario Plus Rabbid Sparks of Hope until it, it went on sale. And guess what? It, was, it went on sale for 20 bucks, I think, Prime Day. 
20 or 20 or 30. I think 25. It was somewhere in there. It was on sale big time over uh, Amazon Prime Day. And so that's when I actually did pick it up. It was in July. It was, you know, last month. So I think if they keep on pushing more aggressive sales and keep on pushing, I guess, advertisements, even like this brand new DLC that is coming out, like this this whole Donkey Kong adventure thing, I think that that'll also help them. It's like more content. It's being actively supported. Yeah, Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Once again, not played it, so I can't give my two cents on it, but I feel like it should be a bigger game than, than it actually appears to be. So that's that. They are not worried about the low sales numbers because, it, you know, as I said, it did come out. The numbers did not meet their expectations when they uh, first were received. And so it was a bit under, under par and or is it over par, under par, subpar. One of these, they wrote, what are the, what are the words? You all know what I mean, though. It was under what they thought it would do. And so, that's that. Hopefully it sells better. But we move to August 10th, and, and also hopefully we get the actual updated sales numbers for the game, because I actually want to know. But we move to August 10th. Guys, this piece of news is pretty weird. I thought it was weird. You might think it's kind of weird. Uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. You all know how the game is getting DLC. It is the Hidden Treasure of Area Zero DLC, and that'll be available shortly. But uh, what's weird? You, you, you all, you all must know. If you've been around for a while, the Pokemon Company likes to do physical releases when they don't have to do physical releases, like when they released the Pokemon Sword and Shield DLC. Uh, in a physical box, like that's cool, but like, I don't know. It, it probably didn't. That version probably didn't sell very well. Like, I'm not sure how many people would have bought that. Anyways, as of August 10th, we have an announcement of a physical Pokemon Scarlet and Violet DLC, like copy of the game, physical, a physical copy of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet DLC available in. Hong Kong, not now, obviously, but soon. It's coming. It's coming to Hong Kong. Um. So, at first glance, this sounds great. Okay. Listen, Max. It's it's just the game, but it has the DLC. Who wouldn't want that all in one thing? No, 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 no. This physical copy does not include the game. It just includes a download code. Not a cartridge. Not a game. No. It's not like the DLC is on the cartridge. It's just a box with a download code in there. And you see this from time to time. You obviously, I'm sure, have seen Switch games on, like, a Target shelf that say, you know, no cartridge, download code. It's just so weird. Like, why would you ever buy that apart from, like, I mean, I guess I would because I'm a, I'm a physical game collector. I guess that's the reason. It's just odd. Like, if, if, if it's going to be digital only, why... Would you ever make it physical? It never made sense, though I'm, I'm not complaining. But, yeah, that is coming out in Hong Kong. Unclear if it'll be in other regions and countries and things like that. It's currently unclear. I mean, it's cool. It's it's all right. Like, I would probably buy it. I'm kind of walking back what I said, you know, about how weird it is. I'm a physical collector. I get the appeal. It's just... I will stand by the fact 
that it's random. It's just random. That's what it is. I like it, but it's random. That's what I think of it. But that is coming out in Hong Kong. If you live in Hong Kong, comment down below to, my, to all my Hong Kong supporters. I love you. And yeah, there we go. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Physically. DLC. Weird. Then, guys, we move to confirmed news. That is actually big news, okay? It's big stuff here. We got this confirmed. Do you remember Metroid Dread? What a sentence. Do you remember Metroid Dread? I would think that you do. I hear it's a great game. I hear it's a hard game. But the developer of Metroid Dread, Mercury Steam... How, how about, like, Venus Steam? Like, why why Mercury? Mercury. How about, like, Uranus Steam? Come on now. Pick the right planet. Anyways, Mercury Steam is apparently and confirmed to be working on two large undisclosed titles. Now, at first hearing that sounds like a rumor. Like, well, that, that doesn't sound like it's confirmed. Well, here's the thing. According to the financial report from Nordisk Games, who owns 40% of Mercury Steam, you know, they would obviously know this, claims there are two large undisclosed titles that is quote-unquote. There are two large undisclosed titles being worked on. Now, this comes way of Twitter user named NL 3 This is how I found out you know, about the entire story here. Now, we don't know what the games could be. You could assume one might be a Metroid game, as they have made Metroid Dread. You would think something like that. And we also got word about a month ago or so that Nintendo Switch 2 dev kits are being sent out. And what a dev kit is, if you don't know, is kind of like the Nintendo Switch 2, but not a Switch 2. Like, when you plug it up, it 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 works like, like it, okay. It works like a Switch Two, but it, it you know it's, it doesn't look like this. It's like a black box, but it works like one. So they need those to make games for the next console. And so if they do in fact have a Switch Two dev kit, it would make sense for them to be working on two big titles because they, they want to make a Switch Two game. You know, it's it's probably no. Nintendo Switch games, it's probably going to be for the Switch 2, whatever they're working on. But that is indeed interesting stuff. So, not too much to unpack right there. We don't know what the games are. You can speculate it is Metroid, though. Then we move on to more news. We have Nintendo with their construction hats on, doing the big business over in Japan, okay? They are building a building, they're they're doing the thing. So, you know, a while back, Nintendo got some land right next to their main headquarters in Kyoto, Japan. They got some land. Land ho, they said. And so they're like, okay, well, we have land. What are we going to do? Let's make another building. So they're currently building a development headquarters. At, you know, it is actually called the Corporate Headquarters Development Center Building Number 2. That That is the official name of this building. And so it was going to release, or not release, I guess, uh, going to be finished in 2027. And it was going to have 12 stories. Well, guys, the headline reads, 
Nintendo delays new development building office to make it bigger. How much bigger does it have to be, bro? 12 floors? That's insane. Bro, that's bigger than like the Eiffel Tower. No, it's not. That's bigger than like, I don't know, a lot of buildings, man. That's that's a lot of floors. So guess what? Guess how major their their new plan is for this building. Guess how major? We're going from 12 stories to 13. We have, we have one more little little floor. Well, bro, they better use one of those to make the next Animal Crossing game. One better be working on Chibi Robo. The next better be working on 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 Animal Crossing. And you better bet your butt that the first floor is working on Smash Bros. Maybe add one more floor for like I don't know, Star Fox. Like, uh, uh, do you need one more floor? I guess so. But now, that one floor will take them another year. And it will take them until 2028 to finish the entire development center. So, a big reason for this is mainly because they're expecting a big staff increase. Uh, They've already hired so many graduates and they are increasing, you know, that that Nintendo Switch money came in, and they're like, get more people. So they're hiring a bunch, and they want to, you know, add more floors for more development. And hopefully that, you know, that means great things. Hopefully it means they can work smoother, they can work cleaner. And, you know, something like, I don't know, Luigi's Mansion 4 can be made, you know? something Something great, but that's some news for you. And then... Guys, can we please move on to this Tears of the Kingdom news? Okay, hear me out. When you play Tears of the Kingdom, you know, you 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 sit down. Chances are you might be unwinding for the day. Now, raise your hand if you've ever had coffee while playing Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I imagine a few hands might be raised. Well, guess what, guys? You're in freaking luck. Zelda Tears of the Kingdom has a collaboration with coffee company Suntory? Suntory Boss Coffee here. I assume Suntory. It is Japan's number one canned coffee brand, according to them, but they might be a bit biased. It is also available in the U.S., but it's kind of a Japan-based thing. So, there are a bunch of canned Zelda-themed drinks. Uh, Not themed, I guess. I mean, you know, you aren't going to, like, taste Link when you drink it. But, like, I mean, if you look at the boxes, it's got, you know, a bunch of Zelda on it. It's got a bunch of Link on it. It's Tears of the Kingdom styled. And it's very, very cool. Now, they are not just putting out coffee, okay, and little canned drinks. No, 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 no. They're putting out a lot of merch as well. Like, bro, when you imagine a coffee collaboration, did, you know, you expect coffee. Bro, they're putting out a winter jacket, which is just random. Like, it's sick, but it's random. So you can now have a Tears of the Kingdom winter jacket. And all the, all the fun goodies, you know. There's jackets, and there's canned drinks, and there's a bunch of other merch to dive into. I'm not sure who is going to be interested in this. Maybe you are, maybe you aren't. But it is out there. If you do want to learn more, the link is down below. 
for some Zelda coffee, you know, got to charge up. Maybe you'll even have, you know, the fuse ability, maybe even the ultra hand, or maybe even the auto build ability. I probably just spoiled somebody's game. Anyways, <laughs> we, we move on to more Nintendo Switch accessories. This one is actually sick. I don't know that I will buy it. However, I will probably see it at Target when I'm doing my Christmas shopping this winter. However, this this all releases in fall, so, you know. We have officially licensed, that'll get you, Eevee Nintendo Switch accessories revealed from Hori. If you do not know who Hori is, they are they are great, 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 great people. They, they make, you know, more comfortable Joy-Cons, as you may know, the Splitpad Pro. They make carrying cases, they make controllers, they make so many kinds of Nintendo Switch accessories. I actually have some of them. And they're putting out Eevee-themed accessories. So, one of them being their Split Pad Compacts. Now, what a Split Pad Compact is, is it's just more comfy Joy-Cons. It's just girthier Joy-Cons. And so there are two versions of this that are coming out. There's one that has all the Eevee evolutions on it, or, you know, at least the vast majority you have all of them. And then there's another set which has a blue left Joy-Con and a white right Joy-Con, or should I say a left and right split pad compact. And it's just, it, it, it is all Eevee themed. And the entire like theme here is blue and white. Like everything is blue and white. And so that is the theme. Those are on screen. Audio listeners, link down below. And there's a carrying case as well. You can have that. And it has Eevee who appears to be maybe sleeping, it's a bit hard, or, you know, just, just, just chillaxing with, with some stars in the air, uh, it's kind of like a nighttime themed, and then we have a Hori pad, yes, a Hori pad, it is Hori's edition of a Nintendo Switch Pro Controller, uh, I have not had my hands on one, so, I will not recommend you the quality. I don't know. I cannot ensure that for you. Maybe it's freaking amazing. Maybe it's not amazing. But maybe you can watch a Hori Pad, you know, unboxing and review. I don't want to buy one because I have too many controllers. Uh, but otherwise, I would do a review for you, but I can't. Uh, but yeah, that one is, it's a bit more of like a purple theme. I did just say that, you know, things were all blue and white themed. It's a bit more of like a very like mellow purple theme uh it still kind of feels like a nighttime like a twilight kind of thing and it's got a bunch of ev evolutions on it it's very great it i mean looks wise it's 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 phenomenal but otherwise you know i i could have a word with the ceo of hori and we can discuss business about how good their controllers actually are i hear that their controllers uh, in terms of Joy-Cons are pretty good. I, however, have not had my hands on the Split Pad Compact. So, uh, I hear these are good, and they are officially licensed, so they are Nintendo-approved. But how good actually are they, I cannot confirm for you. But watch some reviews, maybe read some articles that are reviewing them. Make sure they are not sponsored, and that's your way to go. Now, if they are sponsored, it doesn't mean that, you know, they're going to lie to you. But, you know, just find a non-sponsored one. It'll be a bit you know, more honest. With that said, we got more news, and we're going to pull the Switch back out. We have our Nintendo Switch right here. I don't have the Switch OLED. I made a promise, guys. Uh, not a promise, per se, but if they put out 
a Super Mario Wonder Special Edition OLED Switch, I will buy it uh, day one because I need an OLED and that would be a great excuse to get one. Uh, and if they don't, which they should because that's a big money move and a big uh, promo move and they, and they did it with uh, Mario for the Wii, like the red Wii. If they don't do that, I will then buy the Splatoon 3 Switch OLED at a later date. Not this year, maybe. Or or maybe this year, I don't know. Uh, but I will try to buy that one eventually. And then worst comes to worst, if that's sold out and, you know, it's 700 bucks, I'll just buy the white OLED. It's just clean as well. So any of those I will take. But why are we pulling out the Switch again? And that is because there are six brand new waves of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet icons available for Nintendo Switch Online members. Yes, that is right. You have to pay your way in to look snazzy to all your friends. But also, you get online perks. You get NES games. You get SNES games. Depending on which package you choose, you get some DLC, some N64 games. I mean, it's pretty sick, right? Game Boy games. Don't even forget that. So, that's all on there. And we have, once again, six waves of Pokemon icons. As I, I'm on here right now, I have also bought a bunch of them. Uh, there are some that I have not bought, mainly because, like, I would buy all this, like, Miu and Mewtwo icon. I don't have enough Platinum points to even buy it, I don't think. How many do I have? Oh, I have 40. I have 40, but, you know, I'm going to save it for better things. However, I did buy the vast majority of the Pokemon icons available on the Switch Online icon store. There are six waves. And wave one is from August 8th to August 15th, which is actually going to be gone as you're seeing this. But once again, I notified Discord and Twitter to go and get these. So make sure to, make sure to follow up on both of those platforms because that is the best way I, I can get news to you without doing, a, doing some emergency podcasts for a few Switch Online icons. Uh, wave two lasts from August 15th to August 22nd. Wave three is active from August 22nd to August 29th. Wave 4 is active from August 29th to uh, September 5th. Change of months there. And then Wave 5 is active from se September 5th to September 12th. And then Wave 6 finally is active from September 12th to September 17th. So each one lasts, what is it, 7 days? However, the last one does not last 7 days. That, that one lasts 5 days. So pick up your horses... Ready them, and go grab these Switch Online icons before they're all gone. There are great Pokemon icons, and it's somewhat rare they, that they do six waves of icons. And it'll be there uh, for, for the next month. You know, you're seeing this podcast on August 16th, if you're watching it on the day, on the day that it comes out. And these icons go away September 17th. So you, you have a whole month to get, you know, some of them. So if you're watching this after a month, I'm so sorry. Comment down below, okay? My my apologies, okay? My sincerest apologies to you. All right, all right, all right. Moving to August 11th, guys. That was a Friday, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a Friday. What were you doing on Friday? Maybe you were, like, eating some popcorn, you know, watching the Ninja Turtles movie. You know, whatever you were doing, right? Like, it was it was probably a a a, a pretty good day, probably. So... What do we have on Friday? Well, we actually have news regarding Pokemon Scarlet and Violet DLC news or something of that nature. What do I mean? You know, let's let's discuss here, right? So, Joe Merrick. Am I saying Joe's name right? Joe Merrick? Merrick? 
Merrick Merrick sounds pretty good. We'll call him Joe Merrick on Twitter. Posted that he was gifted a Pokemon Scarlet and Violet or, you know, themed box with a tea set in it. But here's the interesting thing. On this box that he was gifted, it had the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet DLC logo, Area Zero and everything, with a date under it. What was the the date on the box? It was August 22nd, 2023. Now, as of now, we don't have any official announcements for what is happening August 22nd, 2023. So is there news coming on that day? Well, many fans are believing it. It is the believed rumor. It is the believed news here. I mean, probably. There's probably something on that day. We have to wait. We have to see. But expect something within the the next week. August 22nd is a Tuesday. So hopefully, you know, I record this podcast next Tuesday. I can scoop up the, the, the news for you and bring it to you on the next podcast so make sure to you know not to promo but you know maybe hit that subscribe button you know maybe ring a dingling the youtube bell or if you're on spotify or apple just you know save the podcast and you know listen in for the for the next episode we will bring it to you if we get anything if we don't bring it to you nothing happened so you know let's just hope that something happens there we can bring it to you next time then we move to more pokemon news okay more Pokemon news. Now, this one's juicy, okay? I picked up this story from Go Nintendo, and the headline reads, The Pokemon Company removes players for 2023 Pokemon World Championships for using hacked save data. Okay, let's just go here. If you're competing in a World Championship, like, imagine you are, you know, uh, Ronaldo, and you're competing in the World Cup. And you use, like, I don't know, magnetic cleats or something. Do you think that, you know, you're going to get away with it? Like, no. And now, I don't know if these Pokemon World Championship players knew they had hacked data. But if you have hacked data and you're bringing it in, bringing it in to a World Championship and you know it's hacked, what more could you expect than to be removed? Like, there's people saying that, they shouldn't have been removed on Twitter. Yes, it's a it's a real thing. Bro. I mean, if you're using Pokemon you did not legitimately get, I don't know how you expect you're getting away with this. Because you're not. You're not. So they were removed. And I'm not sure how clear it was that you can't use hacked data because it says removes players. So there's multiple. So I don't know how clear it was because, like, you know, did they say anything? I feel like it's kind of a given. Don't bring hacked data to a world championship. But they did not legitimately get these guys. So they were removed. They were given the good old boot. And if you're asking me, that is the correct decision. Uh, I'm surprised more didn't happen. I, I'm not aware of more that happened. You know, I don't think, like, they, they should go to jail. But, like, you know, uh don't compete again, or maybe, a, you know, everyone deserves a second chance, you know, maybe they can compete again, uh, if anyone is watching the podcast that had hacked save data, and you, uh, were removed, sorry, apologies, 
with that said, we move to more August uh, August 11th news last Friday. Guys, we have even more freaking icons, okay? there, Bro, icons on Switch Online are at an all-time high. Now, as you can probably tell, I have bought a bunch of these. Bro, this is where my platinum points actually went. I've bought so many icons recently. There are Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom icons available on Switch Online. Those are all up there. They are available until August 17th. It is the second wave here. And it says rewards for the Legend of Zelda. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Go back. Go back. It says rewards for the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom are back. Icon elements for this title will be available until September 7th. I guess there are some more waves coming through, but the second wave ends August 17th. So make sure that you do collect those before, you know, before you can't. It says expires in two days, six hours, and six minutes. That is when August 18th begins. So, uh, I guess they go away August 18th, but... Wait, no. That's August... No, no, no. That's August 17th. Sorry. It is August 17th at around, like, 8 p.m. Eastern time. They all go away. That is not August 18th, but it is, it's very close to it. So, a little mix-up on my end. But, yeah, get those icons, right? Because when they're gone... I mean, they, they they might come back. When they're gone, it'll be a while. It'll be difficult to get those back. So, you know, just get them now. And then, guys, uh, we move to Saturday, August 12th. Uh, or do we? There was actually no news that happened on that day. I've been thinking about, and, you know, someone comment on this. Comment down below right in the live uh, premiere chat. Let me know. I thought about moving the Mario Matter episodes to, like, every single Saturday. And here's why. Nintendo makes all announcements during the week. You notice how many times I say, like, no news this entire weekend. Like, they don't make official announcements on Saturday and Sunday. So, it would make sense after everything closes down to then report on the news on Saturday. Should I be doing that, guys? What do you think? Comment down below. Contact me somehow. Give me your thoughts. I'm open to to both yes and no. I don't know. Because then, like, you know, next week, like... The next Wednesday after that, I'm like, you know, I'm like, you know, this was from last Thursday and I missed it by like one day. Like, what if I did it on Saturday? There's not, bro, they don't announce anything on Saturday. Now there are, you know, announcements from Sunday, but that's the Pokemon company. The Pokemon company announced something on, on Sunday, not Nintendo. So should it be on Saturday after their offices they don't close down per se, but like you know, they aren't making announcements on Saturday. Like, should I make should I make these episodes on Saturday? Let me know down below. But yeah, no news. August twelfth, we move to August thirteenth, where there is still uh, only one piece of news. However, it is actually from the Pokemon Company. They do some Sunday stuff, all right. So August thirteenth, we have the announcement of three more Pokemon coming to Pokemon Unite. Actually, pretty big, cool stuff here. So we have Blaziken. Blaziken is coming to Pokemon Unite. Actually, we have a release date for Blaziken here. Blaziken is coming through Thursday, September 14th. We have a release date on that. And then we also have two more Pokemon coming to Pokemon Unite. We have the Mimikyu coming soon, no official date. And then the Meowskarada. Like, do you know how much time... I put into making sure I say these dang Pokemon names right because none of them are very easy. A good amount of time. I watched like five Pokemon videos of like people saying it just to get it right. And I still might get it wrong, you know? 
some of it's hard. Like, I thought, like, you know, Meowskerada, Meowskerada, like, it could go either way, man. And people were, like, saying Meowskerada, and I didn't know which one to say. So I went with uh, Meowskerada is how I said the name. Those two are coming soon with Blaziken coming Thursday, September 14th. 2023 if you are a pokemon you pokemon uniter you know that might be some some real good news for you that'll be happening it's actually you know really cool to see the game still getting updates after what i believe is two years of service uh, two years of uh function really function so very cool august 14th we got news for you of course august 14th uh let's get the quick one quick one out of the way we have these platoon three splatfest results Team Money has won the Splatfest. I picked Team Money to win the Splatfest. I did not actually play in this one because I was playing uh, Pikmin 4 the entire weekend. I didn't really care. Uh, and if you're asking me for a progress update on Pikmin 4, uh, I have beat the game. I have beaten uh, the main story, the second story. I have beaten, I'll just say Olimar, not to spoil anything. I've, I've beaten Olimar. Uh, sorry. I have not beaten, like, okay. I'll tell you this. How do I say it spoiler-free? After Olimar, there's 10 things. I'm, like, in the middle of it. But I'm, like, about to beat that part. So, the reason why I've not beaten that part yet is because I'm trying to 100% the game. And to 100% the game, you need to get, like, the, like, platinum score. Like, you know, it goes bronze, silver, gold, and, like, whatever the top one is. I need that for every single floor. So, I'm still working on that. But yeah, Pikmin 4 is almost done. And then I have to go back and uh, redo my Dondori that didn't get that platinum score. So, you know, it's going to be a little bit. But Team Money won these... How, how, did I get, how did I get to Pikmin 4 from talking about Splatoon? Team Money won these Splatfests. I did not play and pick Team Money on the actual game. But uh, if I was playing, I would have picked Team Money. I just didn't log in and actually do it. But yeah, they have won these Splatfests. I saw it coming... And I actually saw results courtesy of Oatmeal Dome on Twitter. If you search Oatmeal Dome, thank you so much, Oatmeal Dome, for all the work that you do. Here, there are our final results of the Splatfest. And you're actually able to see the popularity of, you know, who chose what team in the Splatfest. And 47.28% of people chose Team Money. 43.62% of people chose Team Love, and 9.10% chose Fame. I mean, I didn't think it'd be that lopsided, but that's pretty cool. And then there's a bunch of other points, but mainly Team Money has won. So, Team Money, rise up, my friends. But there you go, Splatfest results. Bam. Then, guys, we have... Some more news, August 14th, and a lot more news before our first segment. We have the best-selling physical Nintendo Switch games in Japan from last July revealed. So, these are all physical games that have, you know, been at the top of the charts last July. Now, the first thing that might come to mind is Pikmin 4. That, that was the only official Nintendo game that released last July. You obviously had... Everybody wants to switch release uh, at the end of June. So you're going to think, you know, that's that's the big bang game here. Well, you would be right. At number one, the best-selling physical game uh, in Japan from, from last July is Pikmin 4. Then number two 
is Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Number three, Master Detective Archives Rain Code. Number four, Final Fantasy 16. Five, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Number six, uh, this only goes to 10, by the way. Six is Minecraft Switch Edition. Seven is Switch Sports, surprisingly enough. Switch Sports, I guess because it's a good old summertime game. Very good for that. Number eight is Splatoon 3. Number nine is Smash Ultimate. And number 10 is Ring Fit Adventure. So it's kind of what you would think it is. I'm honestly surprised that there's no Animal Crossing on here. Uh, I'm sure it's like top 20, though. Uh, I I mean, I guess because most people who want Animal Crossing New Horizons have it by now. It's been out for three years. So that's probably why Mario Kart 8 still selling like hotcakes. So everyone wants Mario Kart. When you buy a Switch, uh, one of your first games is Mario Kart. Like one of them. At least one of them. It, it was like my fifth because I got it on release date. I bought like I bought snipper clips, snake pass, one, two, switch. Like, bro, I was I was playing games games when the switch came out. But yeah, good old top 10 charts in Japan. And I would imagine that's relatively similar to the uh, charts globally. It's just kind of, you know, people interest. But that's from Japan. Then we move to Pokemon. There, dude, there's a lot of Pokemon news today. There's a lot. We got one here and then one more after this. Pokemon Home version 3.1.0 is going to be adding support for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet DLC. So when the DLC releases, there will be an update Pokemon Home. And then you can you can essentially use Pokemon Home for the DLC. So like, let's say that you want to bring... Oh, geez. What's that one guy's name? Uh, Diplin. Is it Diplin? Diplin? Diplin to Pokemon Home. Well, you can do that. You can bring Diplin over there. Well, let me let me let me confirm Diplin, right? Diplin, Diplin is the name. Put Diplin in Pokemon Home. So not much to unpack there, but I did see that through the Poke Times Twitter, which is an official Pokemon Twitter for uh, for Japan, and that is happening. Uh, no release date. When we do get it, we'll we'll let you know. But nothing on that right now. But that is coming. Not too much to unpack there or write home about. Then let's move to Pokemon Sleep, guys. Pokemon Sleep is getting an update here, okay? It's getting an update. So these are in-development features. And then there's actually a free gift as well in the whole Pokemon Sleep world that we'll get into after that. So here are features that are in development coming in a future update. One, they are adding new Pokemon to the app. Two, they are adding more alarm sounds and relaxing sounds. Three, they are implementing night mode for the loading screen. Four, they are responding to an issue that makes it difficult to meet one's bedtime. Okay. <laughs> you know, that sounds like a personal thing. <laughs> that sounds personal. Not not an app issue. Uh, five, they are also responding. Is that five? Yeah, five. They are also responding to an issue that makes it difficult to collect berries, among other things, located near the edge of the screen. So, like, if you're tapping things, one might be, like, half off screen you know they're gonna fix that and then six they are putting on the good sleep day event which starts wednesday august 30th that, that is in 14 days as of the podcast being posted so go bananas and sleep like crazy and then there's a free gift available apparently right now i don't own the app but it, it is apparently there right now there is a gift 
that includes 10 Poke Biscuits, 30 Handy Candies, one Growth Intense, and one Focus Intense. And to get the gift, you can accept it by clicking the gift box icon in the upper right of the main menu, and you will get it there, my friends, my Pokemon sleepers, everyone that has it down in the Pokemon sleep community. You're eating pretty good. You know, obviously the app is brand new. They're going to be adding updates here and there. Sounds good to me, man. Then we move to some My Nintendo Store stuff. Not, you know, My Nintendo, like, like Platinum Points. It's not that. But that is what the online, I guess, Nintendo Store is called. It's called the My Nintendo Store. So the one in Japan is selling Splatoon 3 shoe boxes. Which is honestly one of the coolest things that they've ever done. So, if you're hip into, you know, Splatoon 3, you might have a locker in Splatoon 3 if you've gotten far enough and not, you know, just quit at the at the uh, tutorial, you know. There are shoe boxes in the game. And they are releasing four in real life in Japan. Now, there are four. I couldn't describe you the designs, bro. Like, here's the thing. They're all slightly different, and, like, how am I gonna say, you know, one is yellow, red, black, and purple, and orange, and green, like, they're all, like, 10,000 different colors, and they're all very odd designs. You know how, like, Splatoon items look, though. It has some text on it that, that, you know, you can't read. It has some weird icons on it, like, one has mountains on it. They're on screen, and if you're, uh, if you're listening through audio, it's, uh, in the description to have a look at all of them. But I mean, truthfully, man, it's 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 a, it's a debacle. I can't describe to you what these look like. Uh, I guess I kind of can. One is orange and blue. One is one has a pink top and a black sides. Um, there's one with two shades of blue, and then there is another one with a yellow top, a red border, and a black and yellow bottom. Like, do you see what I mean? It's like ten thousand different colors. Now these are going to cost eight hundred eighty yen, which e- which equates to about six dollars us and so really they're affordable if you were in japan you, you could get all four for dang it six times four alexa what is six times four six twelve eighteen twenty four six times forty six million one hundred twenty one thousand eight hundred twenty four is two hundred seventy what that is not what i asked you what the heck i'm gonna have to volume boost that so I asked Alexa, what is six times four? And then she was like, okay, here's what six times 46 million. And like, bro, I didn't ask you that. Okay, wow. Thanks, Alexa. That was, you know, oh, sorry. She, she, she turned on. Alexa, stop. 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 Bad. Bad Alexa. Okay. Let me move to Nintendo Switch maintenance. Okay. Maintenance is here and it's here to stay, guys. Maintenance has to be done. You know, the Nintendo janitors are cleaning up the the servers, you know. So, there are there, there's some maintenance coming up. There's one happening tonight as of the podcast being posted. Guys, get get your popcorn, snuggle up, get under the blankets. There's maintenance tonight, guys. Uh it is for network services. I do not know that all network services will be unavailable. Like I'm not sure if you, you know, can't play Mario Kart during this two and a half hours. But that could be the case. Like, like, like it, it could be for some games, maybe not for all games, or maybe for every single game ever. 
I don't know. But network services, they are going to be acquiring stage data, whatever the heck that means. And it says during the maintenance window, network services may be unavailable. So once again, not maybe not all, maybe all, or maybe none. So date and time, this happens Wednesday, August 16th, once again, as we're posting the podcast, from 9.30 p.m. to 12 a.m. Pacific time. If you're on the East Coast, that is going to be 12.30 a.m. to 12, 12.30 to 3 a.m., and then convert from there. But yeah, so it's going to probably be while while you're sleeping in most countries, like even in the UK, like that's going to be while you're sleeping for sure, uh, unless you're a late nighter, which, you know, you very well could be. But that'll be like 2 a.m. 2 a.m. UK time. So, you know, you don't you don't even got to worry about this. So that's happening right there. If you're, if you're planning on playing like some Super Mario Party with your friends at that time, you know, maybe don't, but, you know, and then there's also eShop maintenance, we reported on this eShop maintenance, I believe, last last episode, but it's happening uh, before I see you next time, and so this eShop maintenance says, during the maintenance window, network services may be unavailable, eShop date and time, from Monday, August 21st, 2023, 10pm to 11pm, so it is only one hour maintenance happening August 21st, 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. Pacific time. That would be 1 a.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern time. Convert off of that. So not long, not long at all. They're not doing much. They're just you know gonna gonna clean up the good old servers. Maybe maybe it, it can run faster or something cool like that. But guys, that is it for the headline segment. But oh, buddy, our podcast is not done right there. We are getting right back into a bunch of different news. We are getting to our big boy segments, all right? We have a segment on the Pokemon Company. We have, we have a segment on Nintendo filing patents, 31 to be exact, and they're copywriting Zelda things. And then we even, excuse me, we answer your questions at the end of it all. Let's get to our first segment of today's podcast. Now, 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 my friends, when I said we have Pokemon news... Well, I'll put it lightly. I wasn't at all lying to you, okay? So, I saw this article the other day talking about the Pokemon Company and how they're unsure of what to do when it comes down to quality over quantity. And a lot of the time, when somebody's asked that question, you know, what's more important, quality over quantity... A lot of the time, not in every case, but a lot of the time, the answer is quality. You want something to be perfect rather than a bunch of, you know, unperfect things. And so we have a quote from the Pokemon Company. And really, I think that it's interesting. They're kind of questioning, like, what the heck do we do? Should we put out games more? Should we not? Should we take our time? Like, what's the plan here? So... We kind of have to talk about this uh, this quote here. Now, if I believe, yeah, this comes from Takato. If you think I'm going to say this last name, then you have never been on this podcast before. I cannot pronounce Japanese last names for, for my life, for my life apart from Miyamoto, Iwata, Takahashi. Like, that's it, bro. So this guy... Can we try to pronounce his his last name? Takato Uts, Utsu, 
Utsunomiya. Bro, I doesn't mama the Mia, bro. I just messed that up. All right, anyways, we have a quote from him discussing, you know, what the heck did we do? Quantity, quality? Quote, I think in general, if you look at the past, the path we've taken up until now has been this constant release, always regularly releasing products on a fairly fixed kind of cadence, you might say. Always having these products able to be introduced and new experiences for our customers. And that's how we've operated up until now. I think we're still operating in that way. But there's more and more conversations as the development environment sorry, as the development environments change about how we can continue to do this while making sure that we're ensuring really quality products are also being introduced. So it's like he's kind of talking about, you know, we have this schedule and they kind of do, you know, they have a new Pokemon game every X amount of years. And it's been very, very consistent, very consistent. And even in between that, they'll put out like, like a mystery dungeon title or a you know, Pokemon Legends Arceus or something like that. Like, there's many games coming out. And I feel like they never really, like, reconsidered, you know, quality over quantity kind of thing until they hit Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. And that game came out and the performance was meh. It was, like, bleh. It was it was not great, okay? You hear me? It wasn't great. And so, really, I wanted to give my two cents on this and... I mean, honestly, I'm, quick answer, take your time, just stop, quality over quantity, and I, like, that's something, okay, bro, like, I even had to learn quality over quantity uh, with, like, my YouTube, per se, like, like, I, I used to upload, I used to be a, an Animal Crossing content creator, for those who don't know, Animal Crossing New Horizons, I was making videos every single day. And I used to be doing that, you know, it's still on, still on my channel. I uploaded, like, every single day for over a year. And because it was every single day, like, long-form stuff, like, like I do shorts every day now, but shorts take way less time to actually make. When you're making a long-form every day, I mean, unless you have, like, a proper editor, if it's all just you, it's going to be really hard to maintain quantity and quality once again if you have an editor editor that that you know works real hard on it then sure definitely possible like if you look at uh not not the best example but if you look at like you know logan paul's vlogs back in the day like those are all quality and quantity however with a game like pokemon like if this is a schedule that you cannot keep up with i advise them in every single way to take more time on the games and you know, just break this schedule. Like, if you look at the Pokemon game timeline, mainline Pokemon games, and mainline Pokemon game timeline. Let's let's have a look. So we click we click on the article here uh, from Radio Times, and you know you have here 1999, 2002, 2006, 2010, 2013, 2016, 2019, 2022. It's always three or four years. Would it kill you to take like five? Like, bro, Mario Bros, obviously not, you know, a like single, like the Pokemon company just does Pokemon. Mario Bros is is by, you know, Nintendo. They have other business. But like Mario Bros, if we went 10 years with no Mario Bros game, 
Not that we can do that, you know, with Pokemon, that'd be insane, but we can go, like, five. Like, we can go five, or somewhere, like, four or five. Please take your time. It took them three years to make Pokemon Scar Scarlet and Violet. How about four or five? I'm, I'm cool with five. Don't put out the next one until 2027. Actually, that's a very, very, very long time. Uh, you know what? Yeah. If you have to ensure quality, take all the time that you need. And I do see that being the popular opinion. Like, you know, they should just take their time. And they should, you know, stop rushing games out just to, you know, not break a chain of not releasing a Pokemon game for longer than four years at a time. Like, just take your time. There should be no urgency to put out a game because you have done that for the past few years. Stop with the schedule. Even this guy knows it. I, dude, his name is so forgettable. Who was the guy that I just referenced? Takato. There you go. Even, even they know it. Stop with the schedule and start making more quality stuff. Now, what they make is pretty quality. Like, bro, Pokemon X and Y, I like it. Pokemon Sword and Shield, I liked it. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, performance-wise, whoa, 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 whoa. It's not, it's, it's not great. But... Yeah, not too much to unpack. I did want to break down this quote from the Pokemon company, though. Uh, very odd. But as the quote said, there's more conversations. Like, how do we do this? Do you bring on more employees? Do you take more time? My advice, you, you take more time to make games. I want to hear your thoughts down below, though. Do you think the Pokemon company should you know, hire more people and get games out on a better schedule? Do you think they should just take their time and not put it out until it's, like, done? Like, 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 done, done, done? And quality and perfect and, and you know, everything. Should they wait or should they find a way to stick to their three to four year schedule? I really want to know. And it's not even that. It's, like, all the in-between stuff that takes some time to, like, uh, I don't believe it was actually made by the, by the by the Pokemon company, but like Detective Pikachu Returns, I believe that's made by. Oh jeez, oh jeez, oh my <laughs> brain ain't working today. Detective Pikachu developed, uh, developers, Pikachu devs, uh, creatures, 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 but like things like Pokemon Legends Arceus, like it's it's a lot of in between that 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 you have to worry about, but yeah. Take your time with Pokemon games. That's all I got to say. Not much to unpack, but I did want to want to discuss that, and I felt that it'd be a bit lengthier, so I made it a whole segment. Now, guys, we discussed this patent spree from Nintendo about Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. What do I mean by patent? It's like it's like a copyright in a way. Let's discuss. So, guys, uh, I don't really know what the heck happened. I go on Twitter, I see Nintendo files 32 patents, 31 of which are related to Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. And so I'm, 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 I'm sitting there, I'm sitting on my desk, and I'm like, okay, well, what the heck did they file a patent for with Zelda Tears of the Kingdom? Like, that's kind of a little weird, I thought. So I click on the article, okay? I click on the article, and it says, you know, 32 patents, 31 that have to do with Tears of the Kingdom. And we see Nintendo put out patents every now and then. Like, recently, there was one for a rumored uh, Nintendogs game. By recently, I mean, like, last January. Uh, Jan January of this year. 
and they like to put out patents, and it's basically, if you, if you don't know what a patent is, hey, we made this, you can't steal, if you steal, we sue, it's just like that. So, they've patented some of the technology in Tears of the Kingdom from July 10th to August 4th of this year is when they were all made public. Now, what kind of things did they patent? It's a it's a video game. Well, they've patented things like how Link moves on vehicles. Like, when he's standing, you know, the technology has them move with the vehicle. Like, just how they did it. It's very weird that, 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 that they're patenting, patenting this. They also patented things like Reju's Lightning and Ultra Hand and Fuse and all this technology. It's just random. Like, what do you, what, what do I say? We see patents, okay? Patents are very cool. If I make a, you know, uh, a water bottle that shoots out fireworks, like, I might patent that because I don't want, you know, Jim Bob 792 stealing it, right? But it's, it's Tears of the Kingdom. It's weird. It's random. We're just patenting random things now. We're just going to patent, you know. Next thing you know, they're going to patent the dang sky. Like, no, the sky is owned by Nintendo now. Like, come on. What are we doing here? I mean, great, you know, secure the bag. Don't let, you know, don't let outsiders get get the bag too. But like, it's, it's, it's a weird headline. Nintendo files 31 patents. Four tiers of the kingdom. Now it's mostly the, the technology and stuff. I get it. And you know, maybe I would do it too if I spent like six years working on a game. You know, maybe I maybe I would too. It's just odd. That's just you know, a lot of a lot of boom bang and bop, you know. That's that. Not too much to unpack there. We don't know what every single patent does, nor would we read that to you, because that would have to be pretty tiring for the viewer or for the listener to hear every tiny thing they've patented but I thought it was interesting I thought I would go on a little ramble about this on the podcast yeah very weird and I look forward to their next patent you know the the 32 patents that were filed 31 had to do with Zelda I assume that the other one had to do with like you know the next console like joy cons or something like that because uh, those are coming out. They have put out patents for Joy-Cons and for the next system and things like that. Uh, I assume it's just for that kind of stuff, which we have to see what it is later on. With that said, let's get to your favorite segment of the week. It is time to answer your questions on your favorite Nintendo podcast. Let's get right to that. So, guys, here is the segment where we answer the questions you all have asked me. So, if you want to ask a question on the podcast, super, super simple. Every single Sunday, if not Sunday, then Monday, there will be a community post on my YouTube channel. So, go to my channel, the homepage. There's a tab that says community. Go there. Check back every Sunday or Monday. It might even, you know, pop up for you on your YouTube home screen. Check back there, and I will be taking questions to answer on the podcast. Go and leave your question in the comments, or if you don't want to wait until next Sunday or or, or Monday because you might forget, you can join my Discord server link in description. Join there. 
navigate down to the Ask M Swizzle channel in the Discord, totally free to, to, to do all this, and leave your question right there, and there's a chance I can answer it next podcast. It is impossible for me to get to every single question because there ends up being like over like 200, so I really apologize, but I, 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 I pick 10 from Discord, 10 from YouTube, and if you want to guarantee your question, last bit of housekeeping here, if you want to guarantee your, your question to get answered, three people have done this today. You, you can always become a channel member on YouTube. And what that means is you can support the channel monetarily in exchange for awesome perks. Like for the lowest channel member tier, $1.99 a month, I give you special podcast episodes that nobody else sees. I give you priority question, which is what this is. If you support for at the lowest $1.99 a month, you get, you know, first question and priority question, guaranteed question answering. You get cool, you know special emojis to use in chat. You get so much extra content. And there's like four levels to choose from in support. So channel members get their question answered first. Link down below to take part in that. With that said, we have the first question from a channel member, Sonic Generations, asking, what's your favorite Kirby game and Kirby character? Good one. I like that. So my, my, my favorite Kirby game, I've not played them all. I've not played them all. But, I mean, really, I'm going to have to give you Kirby in the Forgotten Land. I really just felt like it was the most improved version of the Kirby series and the Kirby games. I really just feel like it was the most well done, you could maybe say. The most well done version. If it, if it felt super smooth, it was enjoyable. I liked every bit of it. It was relaxing. It was also, you know, intense at times. I like it a lot. It it was a good, like, 12, 14-hour game for me. Kirby and the Forgotten Land and favorite Kirby character, I got to give you Waddle D. Waddle D is a dang mood, that dang Waddle D. There's also cool guys like King DDD. I like King DDD. Um, but, yeah, I'll give you Waddle D. I like those two. Then we have F100 Games, also a channel member. Thank you so much. Do you think there will be a 3D Mario Maker? And do you want that? A 3D Mario Maker sounds real fun. Do you mean like a like a Mario 3D World style, you know, Mario Maker? Like a 3D Mario... Yeah. That sounds like a lot. Like, that sounds like it would be very taxing on the hardware. Because there's a lot more room. You know what? I don't think there will be one. Because that sounds like... Because when you open it up to 3D... There's so many more possibilities and ways to crash the game because there's so much like open space there. Uh, with 2D, it's 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 more tame. It's more like you know, it's just less places to put things, and so it's more tame and easier to do with the hardware. Uh, I don't think there will be one at least soon. Now I could be very very wrong about that. Like, do you know how they added the like art style of Mario 3D World, but not Mario like in 3D? I think that's. Kind of just because they cannot do that. Like, that's the closest they could do. And I'm not saying that they would have added the entire 3D, you know, world if they could. Because that's a big update for Mario Maker 2. I just don't ever really see 3D Mario coming to Mario Maker. Once again, could be totally wrong. I just don't see it happening. Uh, but do I want that, though? 100%. 100%. That would be... That would open so many new opportunities to, like, make levels and stuff. I would for sure love that. 100%. On Cam Games, final member question. What are your thoughts on the Game Boy Color? Thoughts on the Game Boy Color? I actually own one. Funny story for those who have not heard this. Uh, I went to I, I went to a flea market one time. 
And uh, there was this lady selling her son's Game Boy Color. I assume, you know, she got his permission. And it was a yellow Game Boy Color, and it had Zelda Oracle, I think, of ages, Oracle of ages in it. And guess how much I paid for it? Two bucks. So <laughs> a funny little story there. One dollar for the Game Boy, one dollar for the game. Um, I I think she, she, she must have thought it was like some cheap Target toy or something. But, you know, my thoughts on it. Um, very, very good games are made for the Game Boy Color. Obviously, we, we, we just mentioned, uh, Zelda Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons. You have the Pokemon game that just came to the, uh, Game Boy Color library, Pokemon trading card game. Uh, there's a lot of good, good Game Boy Color games. There's even like a Muppets game that I would play. Uh, I think it's a very, very good system, a great adaptation from the main Game Boy. And, you know, it's a bit of extra spice, ice spice. You could say, no, I'm not saying that ever again. Ice, no, stop, no, 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 no ice spice here. Uh, not, nothing against ice spice, but it's it has, nothing, it has nothing to do with, you know, what we're talking about here. Nothing to do with that. So, Game Boy Color, phenomenal little, little system. Uh, you know, it's kind of cool to own one, but I would never use it. Like, personally, I would just play all my Game Boy Color games, like, on the Switch or emulate them or on Game Boy Advance or something like that. So I think it's amazing, though I would probably not own one. That's just me personally. That's just totally me. I don't know. I just don't see a need for it for me. Unless you're a collector, which if you are, then makes all the sense in the world. But for me personally, I would decline the offer. There we go. Then moving on to questions here. Gen Dilex, Gen Dilex asking, how would you feel if MeMaker got ported to the Switch? It's a very great app slash game, and I'm looking for your opinion on it. Yes, Me Maker. Me Maker is sick. Obviously, you have Me Maker. Well, Me Maker in specific is on the Wii U and 3DS. On Wii, it was obviously Me Channel. Uh, Me Maker is very good. I like the music for it, like on 3DS and on the Wii U. Like every single piece of sound for it was very great. I miss the Me Maker, and I really dislike how it's only like a setting now. It makes me wonder that. Or it makes me think that we're that we're never gonna, never gonna have the me maker ever again. That's what that's like what it makes me think, uh, which would, would be unfortunate. I I would for sure love it. How how would I feel if it was ported? I would love it hundred percent. I would be jumping with joy, especially at this stage in these in these switches. You know, life. I would be jumping. Um. But yeah, I've always loved Me Maker. Like just even like just making me's that don't exist like this me of like Louie or something or you know a me of like um I don't know a, like a like a burger me or a SpongeBob me or a Peter Griffin me. Stuff like that was very cool and obviously it can still be done, but it's just like something about the me channel or the me maker and all the music in it was also very cool, and I do miss it a lot. I would love it if it was ported to the Switch. Hopefully next system, though. Then we have Munch1298YT asking asking us, what are you more hyped for, Mario RPG or Mario Wonder? In my personal opinion, I'm looking forward to Mario Wonder. That's a good one. I think probably Mario Bros. Wonder, just because it is a brand new game. Obviously, Mario RPG is a remake game of an SNES game, uh, Mario RPG. It's a good old remake, and I will be buying it, and I am still excited for it. However, it's been like 10 years ever since the last Mario Bros. game to the point where I just, I I can't wait. 
I need a Mario Bros. game in my life. So I will say I am more excited for Mario Bros. Wonder because it is totally brand new. And not to mention, it looks very, very, very good. So I will buy, I'm buying it on release date. I'm hoping that GameStop does like a midnight release because I, I, I want it physically. But if they don't do a midnight release, then I'm going to have to go in there, you know, 12 p.m. the next day, which is very, very good. You know, in, in terms of, you know, receiving the game like that, that's that's good timing. But I want to get it at midnight. If GameStop don't do a, a midnight release for Mario Bros. Wonder, like, what do you do it for? Zelda and Pokemon? Like, bro, Mario is pretty big, too. Come on now. Then Connor5 asks, hi, M. Swizzle. What is your favorite 2D Mario game? Favorite 2D Mario game is probably Super Mario Bros. Wii. I think so. Because it had like the perfect amount of difficulty. It had the right amount of, or not, not the right amount, but it had perfect, perfect music. It had, it had dang nostalgia. It's fun. I just like how, it's all real simple. Like, it's super simple. You have eight worlds. You have all the little Koopalings. And I, for something, for, for, for some reason, it was very easy to like remember like, I remember all the ins and outs of Mario Bros. Wii. It's a game that, like, really stuck with me. And I would still go back and replay it to this day. Very, very great game. And I have to say Mario Bros. Wii. Next would probably be... Hmm. I don't I don't want to forget any 2D Mario games. But I think it would probably, it'd probably be Mario Bros. U. Uh, but you are saying 2D Mario, not, not Mario Bros. 2D Mario games. Yeah, I mean, that's probably the answer. Yeah. Yep, Mario Bros. Wii. Mario Maker, if that counts? Mario Maker next, and then Mario Bros. U. And then probably Mario Bros. 2, and then so on, so on. Thank you, Connor. Then Dutter6633 asks, What's your favorite Luigi's Mansion game? As As a huge fan of the series, I want to hear your opinion. Yes. My favorite one, and I don't know that this is an uh, is an, an an unpopular opinion. My favorite is the one on the GameCube. Uh, a lot of it's nostalgia. A good amount of it would be just the game itself was great. The first one, I love like all the different ghosts in there. It was very simple, and it was challenging at some points, but you know you do get through it. And something about it made me love it. I, w- I went back and replayed the one on the 3DS, and dude, it's still there. The charm is still there. All the sound effects even make it great. Just, you know, a lot of it is is nostalgia. I remember I got it back in like 2010, which is a little bit... Uh, what, no, it was definitely very, very late to buy uh, Luigi's Mansion 1. came out in like two... That was like nine years later. Um, but I, I, I bought it then. I got it in the mailbox... And my my old house used to be like you walk up like a big, big like private drive just to get to your mailbox. And that's like flex. I'm just saying like I'm like walking you through like uh, and then I was like walking up there all excited. Uh, so, so hip, so excited. I open the mailbox, got that yellow Amazon package, feels like a game is in there. You head back to the house, you open it up, you pop it in the, in the GameCube. The rest is history, and that's how a game becomes 
your favorite, you know, you get the yellow Amazon package. Now it's like brown. Like when you order like thin Amazon packages, it's like brown or it's like that, that yellow and blue, you know, prime wrapping, you know, bring back the, the uh, yellow. I've not gotten the yellow packages in, in a while, but there's that Luigi's Mansion one, then probably three, then Dark Moon, even though I still really like Dark Moon. Then the Mario Master 5207. Why didn't you change your profile picture? That's a one. That's one that people are talking about. So I changed my YouTube profile picture. Uh, many are in favor of it. I have not really seen any negative comments on it. Yes. So I got it done by somebody named Perdemonium on Twitter. Thank you, Perdemonium, if I'm saying that right. Um, I got it. I got a new one. Mainly because, like, this past month, for some random reason, I grew to hate. Hate's a big word. I grew to, to, to dislike my old one now, which is the purple background one. And it was just, you know, a picture of me, like a cartoon-drawn picture of me. I grew to just, to just not like it in, like, the past month. And I figured, you know, there, there's got to be something better we can do. And so I put out a tweet saying, you know... Uh, I'm looking for a new profile picture artist. Next thing you know, there's like nine bots in my DMs saying, hey, we can do this for you. And um, I got recommended uh, by somebody in my Discord uh, to go to Perdemonium. I, ho- I, ho- I, be- I better be saying that right. Perdemonium. And they're on Twitter and they do cool art and they, they do profile pictures. And I was like, you know, I like their work a lot. So... I DM them, we get it done, and I really, really love how it works. I, I mean, Sorry, how it looks. I don't hate that one. Obviously, I don't. Uh, and it's very good looking. I'll probably keep it for, if I'm not lying to you, the next few, the next, next few years. So, uh, but things can change once again. So, I don't know, but at least for the foreseeable future, it'll be up there. But, yeah, I just, I kind of grew to dislike the, the old one for some reason. I don't know, maybe, I, I'm not even sure, really. Then Rugu Blue, Ruju Blue, asks, "What's your favorite Animal Crossing character?" I love this one. So, uh, I'll give you more than what you asked for. Uh, there's obviously NPCs, and then there's villagers. Uh, the NPCs like Tom Nook, Isabel, villagers like you know, I don't know, uh, Teddy. I can't even think of it. Teddy, Bunny, Raymond, Sherb, all those guys. So my favorite villager of all time. I did. I never had a favorite villager until the 2.0 update. I was like, I love that guy. So the two, the 2.0 update came out. This this character has been around since the GameCube Animal Crossing days, but I never knew that knew that he existed until the 2.0 update. My favorite villager is Fret. Fret from Animal Crossing is a green dog. He is a uh, cranky villager personality type, and I love Fret so much. And then uh, my favorite NPC is Jingle. I love Jingle. I love Jack. I love Franklin from Animal Crossing. And Jingle is my favorite because the Toy Day event is just so jolly. And I just cannot get over that. I, I, I can't get over it. It's my favorite day in all of Animal Crossing. Um, I love Jingle so much. The music that plays. I will stand by that the Toy Day music in Animal Crossing New Horizons and, and New Leaf. It's pretty similar. But it's, you know, it's slightly different. But it's... Almost the, the exact same thing. The Toy Day music in the Animal Crossing series. Best video game song, I think, of all time. That's my opinion, obviously. I wouldn't expect you to have the, the uh, same one. 
But yeah, I think best video game song of all time. And I, for me, it's not close, but you know, obviously I'm sure there's nobody else here that thinks the exact same thing. Everyone's got their own preference. Everyone has their own nostalgia. I just personally think it's, it is number, number one. So there we go. One second. I'm I'm trying to pull up the uh, document again. There we go. All right, perfect. So then we go to E Prime Sports Games One Four Three Six. They ask which which Nintendo game made you rage the hardest. Oh snap! So I asked you all which game makes you rage the hardest for a uh, YouTube short, and now they're asking me which which game made me rage the hardest. Um, you know what? I think it's gonna be recently. Like, you, do you know what? I think Pikmin Four. Which is weird to say because it's a very tame game, you know. Nothing real crazy happens in Pikmin 4. Like, it's nothing, you know, absurd or wild or shocking or you won't believe what happens next. But what it is, is difficult in some aspects. I give you Pikmin 4, uh, not the entire thing, obviously, like the first bit is a cakewalk. It's a case, It's a cakewalk and it's real simple. What I'm talking about in, in, in Pikmin 4, without spoiling the game for you, is after you, this is how I can describe it, you know, without spoiling it for you. After you speak with Olimar, that's not a spoiler, and you do what he asks you to do. The 10 things after that, if you know what I'm talking about, you will know. The 10 things after that. Dog, those are not hard, but trying to get like the platinum level score on those 10 things is rough. That is rough, bro. That's what is making me rage, bro. I will be doing those things and I will be like a second late and I will rage. I, I'm never like a controller thrower or like a wall puncher, but like, I'll like drop the controller and be like, what the heck just happened? Like, in my head. I would never, like, say that. Like, oh my gosh, guys, I, I, I just lost the game. I, I will never, like... You you can never tell that I rage. Like, if you live with me, you will never hear, like, a scream or a controller bang. I just hit there, like... Are you freaking kidding me? Like, that's, like, how I rage. Um, but, yeah, definitely Pikmin 4 recently. Uh, other than that, like, I never really rage at games. You know, there's, like, some moments where I'll have, like, a spurt. But it's ne- it's never been, like consistent like rage okay rage then then more rage like pikmin 4 does that to me because you you have to keep on trying and trying and trying you will only experience that if you 100% the game if you 100% and get like the platinum level score on on everything bro good luck have fun raging it's kind of hard so we have that. Then we have Lava Spine 21 final YouTube question asking, do you think any games from the June Direct will be delayed? Do I think they'll be delayed? Mm. In terms of like Nintendo things, the only thing that I could see is um maybe the Untitled Peach game, but I mean I don't even think I I don't think that that'll be even delayed because from what they showed of us or what what they showed to us of the Peach game, like it looks like they've made some pretty good progress. Like they 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 showed us like nothing of pikmin 4 and it's still released like less than a year later in the in the uh last year's september direct 
So if they're showing us decent gameplay from the Peach game, I don't think that'll be delayed. Um, so my answer is no. But if any, then then the Peach game. Uh, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon is not going to be delayed, I don't think. It looks pretty near done. And it might even be like a game that that that, that, that they've had sitting around for a while, but just, you know, aren't going to put out put it out this year because they can wait. There's time. And uh, this year is already packed. Maybe that's the case. Uh, but normally once they have like a definitive, you know, month, day, and year, they don't ever delay that. Like once they have a, a, a month, a day, and a year, never, like almost never delayed. If they just put out a year, then it's it's possible. But, you know, yeah, I don't think any of the main ones will be delayed. As for like some random third-party game, maybe, but I don't, you know, remember all of them. So, who knows? However, I will say, uh, there was a game called Fantasy Life. I think it's, it's called The Girl Who Stole Time or something like that. That was shown off in the February Direct, and I don't believe it has a release date as of now, and it's set to release this year. I think that will, will, will be delayed if it's not given a release date as of right now. Uh, let's see. Fantasy Life, The Girl who, who, who Steals Time, releasing in 2023. Well, time's ticking, bro. You have four months. So <laughs> you have four months. I think that'll get delayed, um, which I think is actually published by Nintendo. Oh, no, it's published by uh, Level 5. I thought, I thought they had some kind of involvement in it. I, I, maybe, maybe not. But yeah, that game might just get delayed, all right? So here we go. Keelan from Discord asks, Do you think Nintendo will bring out F1 games like Xbox and PlayStation? Um, F1 games like the racing stuff? I don't think that Nintendo will. I think it's up to the uh, third parties, obviously. And I think so. That sounds like, is is there no, like, F1 game on Switch? I think that could work on Switch. I don't know too much about F1 games, but I feel like any kind of sports game will work on the Switch. And F1 games, I feel like that sounds like it would be on Switch, you know, already. So, I say yes. I say yes, but I don't think it'll be Nintendo doing it. Then Doozy, Doozy asks, what is one Nintendo game that you would like to see a remake of? Yes, yeah, so my answer is going to be Animal Crossing New Leaf, but I want to give you, I, I, I want to give it a better answer, okay? So, a better answer of that would be, I'm trying to think, a remake. I, I want to pick something like, something older. I'd probably give you Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Mike Tyson's Punch-Out for sure. Like, bro, imagine, like, HD Mike Tyson. Bro, they would never do that, I don't think, because they had, like, a deal and everything, and that's just kind of, like, a hard game to remake. However, I would probably give you that. I'd probably give you Mike Tyson's Punch-Out for sure. And then SwangFrog04 asks us, would you rather have a new Nintendo console be released tomorrow... I like the sound of that. Or have every major franchise on the Switch, Mario, Pokemon, DK, Zelda, etc., have a new game, have trailers and release dates revealed tomorrow? That, dude, that's a fun question. Um, well, if they're all rev- if they're revealed tomorrow, they're probably Nintendo Switch games. So if you're saying that all those franchises get revealed and they're coming to the Switch, not Switch 2 then I say no, bring me a new console. Because here's the thing, if they were to make a new 
you know, Animal Crossing game for the Switch, that's not the best move because you want more hardware performance in there and it'll feel very similar and it's way too soon. I think my answer to to that would be give me a brand new console. And of course, I would you know I I think that sometimes, sometimes, not all the time, sometimes new games are more exciting than some new consoles. Sometimes. Like when the Wii U came out, like it's a Wii 2, you know. I think that you know, compare that Wii U hype to your hype for Tears of the Kingdom. Like sometimes it's a bit more hype for a game. So games are great. But I just wouldn't want any of those games coming to the Switch. I want most of those next entries to be on the next hardware. So I'd say give me a new console tomorrow and then start revealing some games uh, right around then. Then we have Snoot YT asking us, what is your favorite Mario enemy? Favorite Mario enemy is probably going to be, it can be like a, like a villain too, right? I give you Iggy. Iggy, the Koopaling, Bowser's Minions. I give you Iggy from uh, the Koopalings there. I love Iggy. I have a plush of him. Uh, wait, is it Iggy, right? Uh, Iggy. Oops. Iggy Mario. Uh, oh, God. Hold on. Oh, not Iggy. Uh, oh, geez. What's his name? Mario uh, Koopalings. Oh, oh God. Oh, oh no. Koopalings. Um, Susan. What? What's her name? Or what's his name? Uh, Lemmy. Lemmy. God dang it, Lemmy. Lemmy. I have a plush of Lemmy, not Iggy. Roy is ugly. Lemmy's cool. Ludwig needs a haircut. Uh, Iggy's... Iggy's alright, but my answer isn't Iggy. Wendy uh, is alright. Morton... Yeah, I mean, he's he's kind of cool, too. He seems like a big reader. And then Larry is also pretty cool. But yeah, Lemmy is the answer, not Iggy. And then, oh, what the heck? I took, like... When I answer these questions, I have them, like, as, like, snapshots. And this one is saying, snapshot deleted. Okay, so I'm going to answer th- this question. Then we have to go back and answer, um, we have to go back and answer four, four, four more questions. So, let's answer this. Hollow Turtle asks, what game have you decided to revisit after a while and gave you the most nostalgia? Yes, so, uh, you could even say Animal Crossing New Leaf. I haven't played it in months. I actually just played it recently, like, the the other day. That's one. Uh, I've went back and revisited. That gave me nostalgia. I mean, you could even say like Luigi's Mansion GameCube. I played that a few months ago. Uh, revisited that from 2010. And that gave me a ton of nostalgia. I played it on the 3DS. Same game, different platform. Uh, that that was very, you know, nostalgia feeling. Uh, mainly those two. Not much else. I've been trying to like complete my backlog of games that are kind of like current games. So I've not, I've not gone back in you know a long time really. So I give you those two games. Then once again, guys, this snapshot of like four questions got deleted. So I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go back to the Ask M Swizzle channel. And uh, do I remember which questions I even? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I chose this block of four questions. So let's go here. I have the four questions. I chose this little block here. So now we have. N-T-O-S-C-R-N-L-D-E-X-E. I have zero idea how to... You know, like, it's it's all gibberish, this dang username. But they ask, Do you think that Switch Online or something similar will be used on the next-gen console? 
Yeah, I think maybe the exact same thing because it definitely works. They have, you know, virtual console games on there. People are paying for Switch Online. It's a good price. I think 100%. I think I don't see them making online free. So I assume something very similar, if not the exact same like title, Switch Online, because it might be, you know, a Switch 2. If it has Switch in the name, it'll probably just be called Switch Online or like maybe like Switch Online Pro. Um, if it's different, you know, maybe it's not called the Switch at all, then it'll probably be a different name, I'd say. Then we have, hold on, disable streamer mode. Pengu26 asks, do you think VR will be implemented for the next console? VR is a fun one. I say no. If they do, it'll be very minimal, but it won't be like a, it wouldn't be as big as like PSVR, I don't think. I don't think so, because, you know, they might do it for, like, you know, a little one-off, like how they did for Nintendo Labo, they did some Breath of the Wild stuff with Labo, they did some Mario Kart stuff, which wasn't, did they do VR for Mario Kart? I, I think it was just the dang steering wheel, um, they did, they did some stuff with VR for Labo, but that was kind of like a one-off thing, I don't think they would ever, like, have people, people make, you know, VR games and stuff, but, yeah, I don't think it'll happen. It'd be cool, though. I'm not sure how big of a fan I would be, but it would dev- it'd for sure be cool. Uh, but my answer is no. If I had a bet, it's no. Then Sour Dreamer? Sour D-X-R-M-E-R? Sour Dreamer? Can I try to fill in the blank there? They ask, what Nintendo movie do you want to come next and should it have a game? Keep, keep, up, keep, look, keep up with the amazing vids. Thank you so much. Uh... Should like should the movie have a game? Okay, so if if I could pick which Nintendo movie would come out next, I would give you Punch Out. I would give you Punch Out. Punch Out movie where Little Mac wins the world championship. I think would be sick. Um, should the movie have a game? I think so. Brand new Punch Out games to go with the movie. That'd be a W right there. And then our final question from Sweater. Do you think there will be a DLC for Tears of the Kingdom like Breath of the Wild did? If so, when do you predict it'll come out? 100%. I think that the game is way too big to not bring out DLC. They've brought out, they've brought DLC for like smaller games. Um, I think it'll probably come out historically, if I'm not wrong. Actually, wait a minute. I okay. So if I'm not wrong, I could have this mixed up with the with the amiibos. I could have it mixed up. But if I'm not wrong, they released DLC the first year with Breath of the Wild. Like, it was, like, late 2017. Uh, I want to fact check that because I could be wrong. I could be mixing that up. Breath of the Wild DLC release date. Yeah, wait. Uh, Hold on. Master Trials, June 30th, 2017. Yeah, yeah, it was 2017. So, I don't know that we'll have DLC releasing this year because it is kind of soon. Uh, for an announcement, or it's kind of late for for an announcement for this year, and also the end of this year is packed for Nintendo, so I'd say maybe an announcement this September, and then a release date next, early early next year? Early next year sounds right. Yeah, early 20, early 2024 sounds proper for some DLC. Uh, but yeah, they like to wait until everyone's kind of beat the game and played it, and then they bring out the big guns. So, 
yeah, that's my answer. And that is it for the podcast, the Mario Matter podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for viewing. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for leaving a like on your way out. If you're watching on YouTube, I appreciate you. And thank you for leaving us a great positive rating on Apple or Spotify, wherever you are. We appreciate podcast ratings. It lets people know that you enjoy the show, and we appreciate that. It helps us find more people and bring some more interesting questions to the podcast. And we love you. Seriously, we do. And uh, what can I tell you? So... I have a brand new outro uh, for the channel. It'll play right here as the video is ending. So there's an outro, and I use different outro music for each video. However, for, for, for podcast episodes, I'm going to use this piece of music that was made for the podcast, but I don't really use often. It sounds just, It sounds like the intro song, but it's kind of different. So it'll sound similar to the intro. Uh, but that is the outro song that'll play at the end of the podcast. It's, it's like 10 seconds long. And that'll also be where the channel member shoutouts go. So at the end of the podcast, I will always say thank you to our channel members. But in the outro, it'll have like the actual channel member like scroll list. So I'm going to roll to the outro right now. I thank you all so much for listening, watching everything. I'll be here next Wednesday to talk to you about about all the world about all the news in the world of Nintendo and I cannot wait for it. I will see you all then. Let's roll the outro and because you stayed for all this time, I will give you the exclusive. A new Mario Matter intro is being worked on and it has a very very big name doing a voiceover for the intro. There's a big name doing it. I'm not sure that 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 you would even know who the big name is, but there's somebody big who's doing it. Members have already heard it. If you want to become a channel member, link down below. Join join Discord. You, you can you can hear it. But with that said, I'll see you all soon next Wednesday. Adios. Mm-hmm.